welcome to another episode of the Awake Not Woke podcast. I'm your host, Ben, the Conservatarian. I know it's been a minute since I've put out a podcast. I've been super, super busy. been working on my Jeep. I worked pretty late all last week and the week before. So just made it really tough. And uh, there's definitely been a whole lot of stuff that's came out that's uh, worthy talking about since uh, my last podcast. So, uh, currently, we got a whole bunch of people that are uh, trying to run w- for uh, president with Donald Trump. And those people currently are Nikki Haley, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, you got Asa Hutchinson, Tim Scott, and Ron DeSantis. Which, uh, Ron DeSantis came out yesterday officially and said that he was running for president. Now, one thing I will tell you. Ron DeSantis wouldn't have been governor of uh, Florida if it wasn't for Donald Trump giving him his endorsement. I have nothing against Ron DeSantis, but I will tell you, I am very cautious of him. So I like Ron DeSantis, but I don't know that I can honestly fully trust the guy. There's a lot of good stuff that he's done, but I honestly do wonder how easily uh, he could be controlled. He doesn't have the money like Donald Trump does. And you got people like George Soros and other people that have been uh, putting money towards him uh, running for president. And that sort of stuff makes me worry. I think he's done a lot of good stuff in Florida. You know what I mean? You had the uh, anti-grooming bill that he passed. You had him uh, not really do much as far as lockdowns go in Florida. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff that he's done, but... Sometimes I wonder, you know, how many how many of these people, how many of these governors, how many of these uh, congressmen, senators, how many of these people are controlled opposition? We have no idea. I was literally talking to somebody about it today, where it's like, you know, the guy would watch uh, Fox News, and then when they got rid of Tucker Carlson, he quit watching Fox News. And you know what I told that guy? I said, I quit watching Fox News in 2020 when they gave the election to Joe Biden. We all know that Joe Biden was illegitimate. He lost an election. They rigged the whole damn thing. They rigged it all. Anybody that saw the PCAP uh, symposium by Mike Lindell would know what I'm talking about. Anybody that's watched 2,000 Mules would know exactly what I'm talking about. They ripped the American people off. And people like Nikki Haley, I don't know that I really trust her. I think she's kind of a rhino. Because she took a jab over at Ron DeSantis about Ron DeSantis going after uh, Disney. Now, we all know that Disney is grooming kids. They're brainwashing kids. They're trying to get people to accept pedophilia and molestation of kids. Will I ever accept that kind of garbage? Absolutely not. It's totally disgusting. So people should take their Disney stuff and throw that shit right in the garbage. I'm tired of this crap. But she was on the record saying, well, you know, if, if Disney wants to move, they can move to my state. Oh, you know, I'm a capitalist. I'll take care of them. No, you don't get it. You don't get why. You don't get why people are pissed off about it. Are you a rhino? I honestly think that she is. Now, was she in Trump's cabinet? Yes. Yes, she was. There was a lot of scumbags that were in Trump's cabinet. Did he get rid of a lot of them? Oh, hell yes, he did. But, you know, I guess I guess we'll see what happens. You know, I like Tim Scott. Maybe Tim Scott's throwing his hat in the ring so that maybe 
when Trump wins in 2024, he'll get a position somewhere. I mean, that's just me looking from the outside in. Maybe that's maybe that's his angle. DeSantis, I have no idea. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why he's running. Like I said, he does make me wonder. I mean, he's done a lot of awesome stuff. I'm not gonna lie. But um, I don't know. It makes me take a step back when I see people like George Soros getting involved in this campaign. How about that one? Now, maybe that is to uh, wipe mud on DeSantis and kind of tarnish him. I don't know. I really don't know. But what I can tell you, there's a lot of wolves in sheep's clothing. I can tell you that much. All the stuff that we see on a regular basis all the time. The fake news, you know. Let's push the jab. And now we know that the jab doesn't work. It never worked. I could have told you that. I was saying that stuff well before it ever came out. Watch this. It's not going to do anything. All it's going to do is harm people. Because the more and more people look into the fact that vaccines don't really work, the better off you are. Why, why did autism go as high as it has with children? It's because they've been vaccinated with all this different garbage. And the fact that children now, from the time that they are born to the time that they go to school, almost 40 vaccines that all these kids are given now. That's absolutely disgusting. What's the need for it? I don't believe any of this garbage. And then you look at the autism. The scale of the autism just goes up. Straight up. And it's because whether it's tainted vaccines, I don't care. I'm sick and tired of this stuff. Why do you got mercury in it? Huh? There's tons of different vaccines that have mercury attached to it. I don't care if it's some type of delivery system. If you're telling us that mercury is bad, then why are you... Why are you mixing that stuff in vaccines and then giving it to children? It's disgusting. You guys should know better. I personally feel like it should be Trump and that's it. That's just me. People can say whatever they want. That's fine. I can tell you if the guy is caught being deep state, I say hang him right, like just like the rest. But I don't think that that's the case. But I'm telling you, I'm sick and tired of all these deep state people. All these crooked and corrupt politicians taking office and staying in office and not doing a damn thing to help this country out. I'm sick and tired of this this dog and pony show that we see all the time. I mean, you got the Bush death cult, you know, you got the Clintons, you got the Obamas. They're all crooked and corrupt. I think the best president that we've had in a really long time was Donald Trump, 100%. And I am almost 100% positive that we haven't had a legitimate election since Ronald Reagan, except for Donald Trump in 2016. That's how I feel. Now, what happens in the future? I don't know. But I do know this. We can fix this system, but people have got to get off their asses and do something about it. People can complain and complain and complain. But if you sit around and complain and do absolutely nothing about it, then you basically become part of the problem. I'm a delegate. I do podcasts. What else can I do? I can tell neighbors. I can tell customers. 
I can tell people at the grocery store. And I do it all the time. I red pill people all the time. I tell them that people should be appreciative of what they have for this country. I tell them, you know, if they're, if they're awake to the politics and they know that something's crooked and corrupt, I'll say the election was illegitimate. Joe Biden shouldn't be president. If anything, the bastard should be in prison. So should his son. When are we going to start hearing more on these investigations? I'm sick and tired of Hunter Biden's laptop. The guy needs to be put in prison at an absolute minimum. It's sick and it's disgusting. And, you know, what's going on with the IRS? What's going on with the investigation where the FBI is trying to keep all these bank records from coming out? They held on to that for so long. They've tried to hinder an investigation against Hunter Biden the entire time since the laptop was first talked about. These people need to be brought to justice. It's high time that we take care of something. Do I think a lot of stuff would finish if Trump came back into office in 2025? Yes, I do. But the thing is, is Donald Trump cannot have these lifers, these losers, these bottom feeders. No rhinos, dude. I get it. I get it that you haven't been involved in politics. You haven't been a congressman or a senator. I understand that. But you need to actually start vetting these people. You personally. There's a lot of people that could have been a lot better that were part of your cabinet. Now, granted, did he sift through them and get rid of them? Maybe it's a show. Maybe it was done on purpose. I literally have no idea. I don't know if the Q posts are legit. I don't know if it's a PSYOP. It could be a PSYOP on top of a PSYOP on top of a PSYOP, for all I know. Has a lot of the Q stuff came to fruition? 100%. Has, uh, has it been compromised? I don't know. I guess only time will tell. Like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon. So like, share, and subscribe. And then uh, go over to my buddy's website, the Solomon Clothing Company. Everything that they make is 100% made in America. All the cotton, all the stitching, all the leather, all the embroideries. Everything is 100% made in America. There's no outsourcing whatsoever. So head over to their website. Type in the promo code Awake Not Woke at checkout, and you'll get ten percent off on your purchase. I don't know. All we know, all I know is we need to get all these old fossils out of office. I'm tired of this crap. We need to just get rid of them. And if you want to really get rid of the majority of the corruption in D.C., you set term limits for all these people. I don't want to see life for politicians. I think. That honestly would fix at least the majority of the problems. At least 50-60% right off the bat. They're all given term limits and that was it. Then we'd actually see a difference in America. But it is interesting. You got Joe Biden. He's a puppet. You know, he's controlled by the puppet masters. He's an idiot. I mean, you literally got Obama in the basement telling him what to say and do 
and he's running the show. It's the third term for Obama. I know how this stuff works, and I know that they're crooked and corrupt. But somehow, someway, you got Obama that always skates by squeaky clean. Even though we know what happened in Benghazi, or Fast and Furious with the gun grab stuff, and then selling it back to Mexican cartel, and then they end up using it on American citizens. All this sort of stuff. It's just, it's absolutely crazy. Joe Biden may be the stupidest president, but I think there's a high possibility that Barack Obama was the most crooked and corrupt president we ever saw. He just knew all the ins and outs to keep his hands clean. We all know about Pizzagate. We all know that he was involved in that. Why did they want to arrest Julian Assange? It's because he was releasing all the Podesta emails. They had to they had to get they had to get a hold of him. They loved him when, when he was going after Republicans like uh George W. Bush and the fact that we didn't have weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, but yet we went in there. We all know the military industrial complex. We know that the American military is the world police. We know that the deep state globalists use the American military to go start wars and make lots of money. We know that. We know that. Bush was not innocent at all. Hell, I think 9-11 was an inside job. There's a lot of evidence pointing that way. There's a lot of similarities and too many correlations between it all. Why did uh, Jeffrey Epstein have a picture of George W. Bush in his house where he's playing with an airplane and you got blocks on the ground representing the towers? Did Epstein know something that we didn't know? Well, it was an inside job. I've known about that for a long time. You wouldn't think that our government would do it, but if it makes them a lot of money and they're crooked and corrupt and they're installed, then they can do whatever the hell they want. And then they'll cover it up because the news will uh, go along with it. Just, just like they went along with the COVID virus. Just like they went along with the COVID jabs. Socially distancing, mask wearing. There was no data. There was no science behind any of it. They did it on purpose. And mass psychosis is what happened worldwide. So, hopefully people wake up to this crap. Hopefully, hopefully people start connecting the dots to all this stuff. Did anybody hear about the fact that uh, you have Target now? Target's been out there selling transgender stuff, non-binary garbage, all sorts of crap. And uh, looks like their stock is starting to go down, just like... Budweiser did. I hope all this stuff happens. I hope it all continues. If any company pushes homosexuality, transgenderism, pedophilia, any of that garbage on our kids, I want them to go out of the business. I'm tired of this stuff. And hopefully the American people are waking up to this and they're tired of it too. Because that's the only way that you're going to rein all these people in is with your wallet. And then uh, something I thought that was really sad, and this was something that I uh, saw last week, and it was an interview with Robert F. Kennedy and uh, the lady, her name is Crystal Ball. 
and she was interviewing Robert F. Kennedy. Now, there's a lot of stuff that I like about Robert F. Kennedy, and I'm not a Democrat by no stretch at all. But I will tell you, there's a lot of stuff that is really good that he's been saying, and I hope he keeps saying it. And maybe Trump will start saying the same thing. Because like with Julian Assange, the guy should have been pardoned by Donald Trump, and he wasn't. That's one thing that disappoints me. Jan, six people, Trump should have pardoned all of them. We'll see what ends up happening here, but I think it's absolutely stupid. Nobody that was at the Capitol on Jan 6 that I've seen. I mean, I'm not saying that there wasn't uh, people that were destroying stuff, but we know that there was a bunch of feds there, provocateurs, trying to instigate and cause people to commit crimes. And those people, first off, need to be brought to justice. The people that were trying to coerce other people into committing crimes, those are the people that need to be arrested first. And we know that the federal government is going to go after more people that have been to the Capitol on Jan 6. We know that that's going to happen. They've even said it. It's sick and disgusting. It's absolutely pathetic. Got all these American citizens that have been sitting in the D.C. gulags for almost two and a half years. It's pathetic. But anyways, play a clip of Robert F. Kennedy talking to this uh, crystal ball. But she was so disingenuous. You know, he's been a huge advocate against vaccines. So this uh, clip, it's kind of long, but it's uh, definitely worth listening to. I'm going to skip like the first 40 seconds, so it's not quite as long, but it's still going to be about a nine minute audio. But the thing is, the audio doesn't even do it justice. She's got a smug smirk on her face. She's uh, spewing out the same propaganda garbage that the NIH and the CDC said about COVID. Basically, considering Dr. Fauci some saint... But she's a total piece of garbage. Um, anybody that would do research on dogs letting sand flies eat their faces off is a total piece of shit, in my opinion. He's just an absolute scumbag and a globalist. And he was bought and paid for. So what do you expect? I'm going to call it vaccine skepticism or anti-vax advocacy, which has been a central part of what you've been up to for the past number of years. For me personally, it's a it's an issue and it's a it's a real sort of red line. And I know I'm not alone in that, especially running in a Democratic primary. There are going to be other millions of people like me who have similar concerns. So how how do you win them over? What's your message to people who think like I do? Well, but just tell me, um, tell me where you think I got it wrong. Well, I think you get it wrong when you draw a uh, correlation between the rise of things like autism and the introduction of vaccines when there isn't hard scientific evidence tying those things together. How do you I, know, let, let me ask you this, how do you know there's not a hard scientific evidence? Well, because the one major study that purported to show that was retracted and the scientist who conducted it was, um, you know, had to, was- now, what you're doing now, Basically Crystal. fraudulently created. Listen, uh, I don't- No, 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 but hold on, hold on. You're, you're but I don't, I don't wanna get, I don't wanna get in a debate with you about this because you've spent your life Pulling out this study now. I will tell you. I, I tell let you, me just tell hundreds you. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Let me just of tell you. I'm not. Paid. I've listened to 
hours of interviews with you with an, yeah. an open mind, and I'm not persuaded. Now, maybe I'm wrong. That's possible. I'll hold it out there. People can watch. I thought Megyn Kelly did a phenomenal interview with you that went through all these claims piece by piece by piece. I really encourage people to watch that whole exchange because we won't be able to do it justice here in the five minutes we have left. But there are going to be people like me who aren't persuaded and who see this as an issue. And the fact that it's been such a central part of your advocacy means I can't just sort of put it to the side and say, oh, well, I'll just ignore you know, this piece that's been really important to you in your life. So you're running in a Democratic primary. You have a lot of people who feel even more strongly than me who think that you know Dr. Fauci is a, a hero and all of these things. How are you going to persuade them? How are you going to reach them? And what is your message to them? Well, um, first of all, I'm not leading with, you know, my opinions about vaccines. Mm -hmm. What I say to people is show me where I got it wrong. Show me that where I got my science wrong. I've written books about this. I've, you know, I wrote a book about the link between thimerosal and autism that has, I think, 450 distilled scientific studies that confirm and validate that hypothesis and 1,400 references. And if I got something wrong, show me where it is. But I think people uh, have shown you where things are no, wrong, well, no, but no, you don't want to hear well, it. Is because I've seen, you know, numerous fact checks. Dr. Vinay Prasad, who we, you know, really respect on uh, the COVID vaccine. He went through your interview with All In. He did a fact check. I mean, it's not. And, and I people did have, a fact check of Vinay, and you should read that. I will take a look at it. But, but uh, I don't uh, think that it's fair to say Chris, nobody me, has ever pointed out anything that's been, uh, that's been I, wrong. Well, Here's what I, people complain about what I say. Mm. And I, again, I'm not leading on this issue, so people can either take it or leave it. But if you want to, you know, I, what you just said about me, that I'm sort of hard-headed and stubborn and just won't give in, you're wrong about that. If somebody shows me where I'm wrong, I'm going to correct it. And, you know, we have the most, probably the most robust fact-checking operation now in North America. I have 350 PhD scientists and MD physicians on, you know, CHD's uh, advisory board, including until recently, Luke Montanier won the Nobel Prize for, uh, for discovering the HIV virus. Chris Portier, who's the head of the National Toxicity Program at NIH, formerly, probably the top, top toxicologist in America. And if I were saying things that were scientifically unsound, those people would not stay with us. What I would say to you is, show me where I got it wrong. Show me a study that where I got it wrong, and I will change my position. Uh, you know, science is fluid. It's not a uh, an embarrassment to me if there's a new scientific study that I haven't seen that comes out and says I'm wrong. That's what you're supposed to do with science. But what I'm saying to you, nobody has done that. You know, if in A. Prasad, when he did his piece, if he showed me a science that was valid, I would say I would change my position. If but, we got the two read, of you together, would you my, so you know, read my response this, to him. So you say this isn't what you're leading with. But I just have to say, as someone who, you know, is, is watching your candidacy closely and is aware of the advocacy you've been doing and, you know, the organization that you um, are involved with, it's hard for me to believe this won't be an important part of how you govern. So I think that's the most important piece for people to get who you have to accept there are going to be people like me who just don't agree with you on this. Um, you you know certainly understand that there are many who do think that the vaccines that we have are more beneficial than harmful, that you know got their kids vaccinated and are gr happy for that decision. Um, yeah, and you vaccinate your kids. They're a little with a uh, 
bioweapon that really was never tested, never studied, and it's still not approved by the FDA, but yet you push that garbage on people for two, over two years, and uh, you got somebody like Robert F. Kennedy that's been studying the vaccines and the causes and side effects of the vaccines, all sorts of vaccines, for literally decades. He's wrote multiple books about it. He's got a foundation for it, and Crystal Ball is literally just out there pushing the same garbage that Dr. Fauci said for the whole time, the whole time that he was uh, head of virology, you know, that the whole time. This is the garbage that he pushed, and she is literally spewing it out. Still believes that the vaccine actually did benefits. Where's the benefits? Lots of people died from it. Lots of people. And people are still getting vaccinated at a lot lower rate now, finally, because there's more people waking up to it. But how many people had to get blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, brain aneurysms, all this sort of stuff, myocarditis, Bell's palsy, all these different things that people are getting. How long did it take before uh, people actually said, yeah, you know what, this virus really isn't that bad. And you know what, it looks like the vaccine is worse than the damn virus. But it's very interesting. And the other thing is, I'm going to keep playing the clip. No, what evidence-based medicine? Oh, uh, that's you know that's. So it, let me let me give a specific question. If there's another pandemic, in the last pandemic, uh, former President Trump, something we gave him a lot of credit for, he launched Operation Warp Speed. Um, they had a whole of government approach. They used the mRNA technology that was developed using you know U.S. taxpayer dollars to get a vaccine out to the population as quickly as possible. How would your approach have differed? My approach would have been a science-based approach. Which means what? Which means uh, a, a, a medicine-based approach, the approach that has been used for, you know, for, and approved for decades. You look first at therapeutics that are off the shelf, and you look at the efficacy at, of those. I mean, what I would have done if I was in power then, I would have created an information grid because now we have this internet that is supposed to benefit us and has become... Incident an instrument for, you know, um, totalitarian control, but let's use it for something good. Let's link all 15 million doctors, frontline physicians all over the world and find out what they're doing to treat this new respiratory virus and find out what they're saying is working and not working and then test that with science um, and then may turn it into instantaneously into protocols and recommendations for other scientists. So would a vaccine did, development did, be part of that infer- or not? Well, you know, I don't think the vaccine worked. I think, you know, if you think it worked, then try to explain to me why the countries that were unvaccinated did much better than our than well, our. Many our, of those countries, because there are a lot of different factors well, in various countries. So a lot of right. those countries, as you pointed out well, before, we, we have, hold on. Why do we have on. the highest death rate well, count in, in the world by far? I think there are a lot of factors that may go into that. Yeah. One of them is the fact that we are disproportionately obese as a society. We have the negative health and outcomes that you've been that? talking about. We don't go outside as much as countries, say in Africa. I mean, we have. There are a lot of different factors that may play into that. But I will. I will say. Did the vaccines work in the way they were initially promised to prevent spread? No, I don't think so, especially once you got to later variants. 
But we have a lot of data that shows that in terms of reducing severe hospitalization and death, the vaccines were really important. And maybe okay, there so was a cost-benefit analysis. I want to see that data. I know that's what the industry says. There is lots of data, and not just from here, oh. from around the world, that shows the vaccine doses, and not just our vaccines, but ones that were created all around the world, reduce severe hospitalization and death. So in that way, yes, I do very much believe that they were. Let me tell you something. I, what I believe you're doing now is you're parroting what the public health agencies have been saying, but they do not have a scientific basis for that. And I have another book out that you should look at called Died Suddenly that goes through all the Johns Hopkins data, which is the you know dashboard data that everybody used mm. and shows exactly what happened when the vaccine. First of all, the even the... the the vaccine, the Case Western study that is the, probably the largest, most recent, mm -hmm. shows that at most the vaccine gives you a very, very small amount of protection and that after seven months, you go into negative efficacy. So you are more, if you got vaccinated, you're more likely to get sick, you're more likely to get severe illness, and you're more likely to die than if you were unvaccinated. I have not seen that. I have well, that, seen well, study then, after study that shows the opposite. Listen, I don't want to get bogged down in this because uh, I don't. So I think a lot of her problem is, though, she wants to just keep pushing the propaganda that the news, the NIH, the CDC have been pushing for over two years, that it actually worked. It didn't work. This is all a lie. This is all a hoax. This is all propaganda. She just wants to knock RFK Jr. off. So you got Sleepy Joe, Pedophile Joe running for president again. Let's prop him up like the weekend at Bernie's. But anyways, yeah, it was very disappointing the the way that she treated him. And the fact that she's just she's just spewing out the crap and he's spewing out the facts. She doesn't like it. So she's gotta duck and dodge, move away and uh keep him from generating steam for his campaign. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at the video. It's almost over. I'm gonna play the last little bit and then that should be it. I don't think we're gonna see eye to eye here and we have some other questions we wanna to get to and your time is short, but we'll put in post, you know, please send us what you're looking at. Yeah, we're happy we'll put, to put what I'm looking at and people can, can judge for themselves. Yeah, I thought that interview was very disappointing. I think that uh, Robert F. Kennedy is a pretty damn good candidate for the Democrats. Like I said, I'm not a Democrat. Will I vote for him if it comes against him and Trump? No, but uh, I think it would be really good if Donald Trump made, his, made him his VP. It probably will never happen. But at one point, that's literally what it used to be. Whoever won became president, and then the other person was vice president. Why we can't go back to that, I don't know. I think it's because the two-party system realizes how much power that they can have when they uh, do things this way. I don't know. I think a lot of it's the nature of man, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, if you want to watch it, watch it for yourself. It uh, it was very disappointing. She was spewing out the garbage that. Everybody's already heard, already knows. And uh, she's either in denial or she's getting paid enough to uh, push the propaganda. So anyways, I uh, think it'll be very interesting with all the different candidates 
that are running for president. We'll see where it goes. Hopefully, uh, RFK Jr. gets some steam for his campaign. And, uh, I don't know. We'll end up seeing what ends up happening with Donald Trump. I do know that the majority of the people that are voting that are on the Republican side still support Donald Trump over anybody. Will there be some a possibility of less people voting for Trump? There is a possibility. But what's the possibility that there's going to be a lot more people voting for Trump? Like people that are Democrats or or new voters because we know that the voter roll for Republicans is up a lot since 2020. So, I don't know. All we got to do is have fair and safe elections. So, uh, these states that are not participating in it, you know, let's get rid of the voter ma voter machines. Let's do paper ballots. Let's do a one-day vote. Let's uh, require voter ID and a, uh, you know, a mailing address or something, a piece of mail. I don't know. We got to do something. I can tell you that much. It's really not that difficult. The, the overwhelming majority of other countries do this stuff. Why can't we? We're supposed to be the leaders. We're supposed to be the freest country. We're supposed to have the best of the best. And uh, we can't figure out how to have a safe and fair election. You know, these these politicians, they don't like it because that's what keeps them in office. And the only thing that keeps us free is the Constitution. But, you know, I think uh, like a lot of these politicians would rather wipe their ass with it than, uh, than actually read it. So, anyways, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon. So like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. Seven, oh, two, three,